Good morning and welcome to the Pop-Up Thought Podcast. On the mornings of workdays, I write considerations to start the day with. Today it has the title, The Voice. Pop-Up Thought, Wednesday, January 6, 2021. Being singled out at school in the old days because you had understood something particularly well, made something particularly good, or are expected to be able to say something intelligent about it here or there. On the one hand, it could make one glad about being seen. On the other hand, it could make one afraid of the place you are invited to. Everybody will be watching and checking. You're vulnerable to criticism. Eyes will be fixed on you. It's an interesting cocktail of emotions and perception. Appreciation is therefore not always accompanied by cheerful, simple emotions. Appreciation can also frighten you to death. Afraid of what's expected of you and what role apparently lies ahead of you. In a classroom it's only a small role usually. A moment. Next time it will be someone else. But what about the role in your life? On the one hand we have TV programs in which uniqueness and stage is sought and appreciated. Best singer, top athletes. They are role models in a certain way. Would you want to have that place? Well, down to earth people as many of us are, we would say no. On the other hand, TV programs and gadgets of soccer players and whatnot show that the fascination for heroes is very present. How often did we shy away from that place, that responsibility? And how many times have we grasped it before it's our time? And why can't life be simpler? If you grab your role too early, it will be a painful experience. If you refuse the role, even though the possibilities are in front of you, It could be that you are longing for that one moment for years to come. Sometimes we are just a little bit tragic creatures. And it's best to laugh a little and then take on what you have to do for the next day. I come to this reflection um, uh, uh, that that sometimes terrifying appreciation through by by the introduction of the, um, the gospel writer Marcus Mark. He describes rather dryly the intro of Jesus of Nazareth. No birth stories, no Christmas scenes with angels, shepherds, magicians, or whatever. For all Christmas haters, really a wonderfully clear piece of text without embellishment. We get some intro about a kind of Elijah like John the Baptist who calls people to repent in the wilderness. And then one Jesus is introduced, who is on his way. This is what it says. At that time Jesus left Nazareth in Galilee and was baptized by John in the river Jordan. And at the same time as he ascended out of the water, he saw the sky rippling open and the spirit descending upon himself like a dove. And a voice came out of heaven, you're my son, my beloved. In you I am well pleased. 
We know nothing of the man, except that he is from the rural village of Nazareth, and he is baptized just like everyone else. Does he know more himself about himself? Some theologians claim that he himself was not much more than a carpenter's son who vaguely knew special stories about his birth decades ago. And then a kind of apparition, a heaven that tears open. No idea what kind of image that must be, by the way, because for, for me, heaven is quite open when you look up. How can the universe open even up or open up even further than it already is? Well, the pigeon I know. In Amsterdam we know a little too much about it. But then that voice, that's where the trouble and the beauty always begins. Someone calling your name, taking you out of the group, pointing you out, putting you in front of the class or on stage. And that you look around to see if it's really about you. Me? Well, in this case a pigeon descends on the man from Nazareth. So there's probably no escape. Yes, you, indeed. And then no task, no task to perform, no song to sing or, 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 or task to spread wise words. What follows is purely an expression of love. It is you, my son, my beloved. And then everyone knows what time it is. The beloved of the eternal, the son or the daughter. That doesn't come without tears and trouble. You can be more or less sure of that. And it's being seen, a loved one, a trust. In Christian spirituality it's claimed that since that moment that voice is traveling around the world in search of ears of sons and daughters. You are my son, my daughter, my beloved, and you I am well pleased. And then not as a retrospective appreciation for achievements, but as an expression of trust and a call to take your place in the world. You can't do that without tears and trouble. But you don't have to do that on your own either. The question is whether I want to hear it. Well, so much for the pop-up thought of today. I wish you a very, very good Wednesday. Peace. And all the best.